Hi, my name's Mason. My name's Finn. And this is Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Football. Yes, Let's Talk Football is a show where we talk about football's hottest topics. Uh, now, today we have a nice selection of options. We have uh, Thomas Tuchel, who's reigned at Chelsea so far. Um, Yulin Nagelsmann, possibly signing for Barcelona. And uh, the UEFA Champions League new rules to be implemented in 2024. Uh, so we have a very nice lineup. Um, let's start then. Uh, Thomas Tuchel, what wow, just wow, what a start he's had. He's played with um, menace, he's played with passion, and ultimately it's been really fun to watch him on the sidelines celebrating. Um, you know, really getting involved within that. Whereas some managers, such as Neil Warnock, uh, will berate his players. He's really gotten the most out of his players, uh, especially uh, he's got veterans at the back, such as Rudiger, uh, Absol Equator, Alonso. While he's still keeping that youngsters with Werner, uh, Mason Mann, Kai Havertz. He's got all these players and he's still managing to get the best out of most of them. Uh, so far, he's been really great in his uh, in the dressing room, in game, and in his training. Which uh, in the behind the scenes, uh, you saw Chelsea had to play with tiny balls, uh, which were maybe size twos, threes. They were really small to improve touch, um, control, and uh, tackling accuracy, which I thought hadn't been really done before uh, in mainstream football and. Uh, I thought it was really good from uh, a fan's perspective. Um, ultimately, he's played with uh, a few of the players before, uh, Thiago Silva, Pulisic, uh, but yet he still has those special connections with all of them. You see that they generally enjoy and want to play with for him. Um, it's been great so far. No losses would be... Uh, Tottenham, which was a big step up as it's one of our main rivals. Uh, we beat Sheffield, which is where we conceded the first goal of his reign. Um, we beat Burnley and we drew to Wolves. Uh, ultimately, it's been great so far and I've really enjoyed watching it. And um, I think he's going to do well, of course. Uh, he, he definitely has a different style of managing to players people such as Pep Guardiola, uh, Klopp, and he definitely plays a different style to them too. Of course, they play a 4-3-3 with, uh, you can play it around the back a bit, but make sure to get that fast build-up in. Um, whereas Thomas Tuchel is right, you can really play it around the back. And when we get the ball, we're going to play it fast through the middle to the centre, play it back to the wings and then you whip it in or you play it on the edge of the box, um, which is used... Uh, but not um, a player like the managers such as Pep Guardiola and Klopp, who, of course, have won the Premier League. Uh, Klopp's won the Champions League. Um, I've really enjoyed it so far, and I hope for more in the future. Um, we, as, of course, he's played with teams such as uh, Dortmund, with players like Royce and um, PSG, with players such as Neymar and Mbappe. Um, he definitely, he definitely brings what he's learned uh, on his journey uh, to him. Of course, 
uh, when we saw him play on the PSG, we saw him playing a very different style to what he played with Chelsea. Uh, as he makes the best of what he got, he adapts. And that is what a really good manager uh, will do. He will adapt to the situation um, and the situation calls for a more defensive way, which of course he does play, but the formation is key and he's playing a five at the back um, with the wing backs and the three centre backs, which is used, but it's almost a, like a diamond uh, of course, he doesn't mind perhaps playing it around the back and he doesn't mind the uh, players, you know, going for outrageous things such as a long pass or uh, a um, really quick dribble or just generally doing what the fans love. Um, of course, he he does allow that, but he likes to play a very certain style uh, of the play it quick build-up, which is really fun to watch. It's really exhilarating. Uh, overall, he's had a really good start with um, only conceding one goal, which was an own goal from Antonio Rudiger against Sheffield. Uh, and he looks up to line up the uh, FA Cup, which he has said is one of the most prestigious cups in the world and he would love to win it in his first season. Uh, he's definitely ambitious and um, I hope for big things from him as he is a great manager um, he's a great man just in general and the players just generally look like they enjoy playing with for him uh, and training alongside him of course he definitely radiates that kind of energy that you've got to do this and you've got to be strong in your tackles and strong in your choices even if it doesn't work out and that's what you love in a manager you love to see them have that passion that flair and um, it's really great to see him uh, flourish at Chelsea and really um, come into his own with this new Premier League English football. And I can hope of nothing less from him in the future. Uh, moving on, Finn, I believe Julian Nagelsmann has the potential to sign for Barcelona. Could you give us a more in-depth uh, speech of what is going to happen? Uh, well, yes, and indeed. So, the Barcelona presidential election has no more than a month or even less left of the entire campaign for three of the uh, runners, uh, Joan Laporta, Victor Font and Tony Friexa. So, that they're in the last stage of their campaign and they're putting everything forward to win. Because, obviously, who wouldn't want to be the president of one of the biggest clubs in the world? Now... Victor Font has come out and said quite a few things on what he would want to do with the club. Bring some legends back, like Xavi, uh, Iniesta, you know, dope players like that. He's really been out about it. Uh, whereas Jean Laporta really hasn't, but he's just come out and uh, he has said that if he becomes his manager, he's going to tempt, he's going to try and tempt Julian Nagelsmann away from RB Leipzig who actually are very much younger than Barcelona as a club. And they've actually done really well in their, what, 10, 11 years as a club. So, yeah, and for him and for Julian Nagelsmann to be at the centre of all that is absolutely amazing. He's an amazing manager and any team he goes to after Leipzig really deserves him. But... He's trying to tempt him to Barcelona to get rid of Ronald Koeman. He's said that he does put his trust in Ronald Koeman, but 
he prefers someone a bit younger to come in and really boost um, the players like Ansu Fati, you know, all these really young players, um, Pedri, you know, all these really young players to really push forward because when you have a young manager with, like, a really, really imaginative mind and isn't just playing a boring, like, 4-3-3, just pass the ball around, you know, just get up the pitch, basically... Like, really boring. He can play interesting tactics. He can play a really fast-paced passing one. Or he can play a bit of a slow, more defensive. He's really unpredictable with his tactics in the game. And that's what makes him such a good manager. Because he's so unpredictable with his teams and strategies and tactics. So I think that's one of the reasons why they want to bring him in. Also, Ronald Koeman, I can see why they wanted to bring him in. Like, kind of as a replacement, kind of like how Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was at first um, with Man United, you know. Someone will fill in, they'll probably get, like, a big, big, big manager to fill in and all that. But, I mean, Ronald Koeman, he's done, like, some things here and there with Barcelona. Like, like the spirits have really been down ever since that to Bayern Munich. So, I think... They bring in Julian Nagelsmann. He's going to do big things for the club. So, Ronald Koeman, I can see why, obviously, he's got a big thing with the club. He used to play there. You know, I can see the thought behind it, but it really hasn't worked out. So, I think a fresh face like Julian Nagelsmann could really do um, it really well. Obviously, there have been other names tossed around, um, you know, like the classic names, um, Allegri, Pep Guardiola going back to Barcelona which probably won't happen for the next few years as he's basically last year signed a uh, contract with Manchester City till 2023. Jurgen Klopp, uh, probably definitely not, because obviously that Champions League night. So yeah, I think if I was to choose anyone for the Barcelona job, I'd say either Xavi or Iniesta or one of the other Barcelona legends. There was maybe a captain. Maybe Messi could go to manager, like, player-captain. No, manager-captain, you know. That sort of thing. Kind of what Vincent Company did when he moved away from City and went to Belgium. You know, so there's a lot of possibilities, but I think the best bet for Barcelona is to get someone new with different tactics. So, yeah, Mason, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a very... Uh particular way of playing and of course this is a big ask from a manager who we don't even know uh, will actually sign uh, of course this will give him a leg up in the debate um, and of course it will give him a, le- a leg up in the election um, of course we do not know uh, anything at all if he will sign of course he is enjoying his time at Leipzig um, but I think if he did, he would do well and um, we, we wouldn't need to expect nothing less from him uh, as he is a great manager and he does do uh, great things for the club. Uh, we could possibly see him in the uh, international games. Um, but if he does sign, I will generally um, enjoy watching him manage such a great team with a great history. Of course, generation over generation, we've seen managers form these beautiful players, such as Ronaldinho, Luis Figo, more recently Messi, Suarez and Neymar, and the future prospects looking to Ansu Fati and uh, Puig. Uh, so if we do see that, 
um, see them grow up with this manager who was really in the managing game quite young. Um, I'd love to see that grow up, especially with such a great club with um, with these legends. And um, we could see the future pro prospects turning to some of the greatest players we'll ever see. And uh, I'd really enjoy watching that. But this is the on the basis that if this does happen and he does get elected, um, however, if somebody else does get elected, uh, we may see the possibility of someone else um, coming in. So maybe another manager uh, with, as you said, Pep Guardiola possibly returning. Um, but we don't know for sure until that election is over. But this will definitely give him a massive leg up in the uh, in in the votes. Yeah, uh, but that's just my opinion on the matter. Yeah, I think one of the possible like queries with it is as he's so new to the manager industry at such a young age. Like there are gonna be like fans out there who have support who have been supporting Barcelona since they were like really young, since they were basically a baby. So they've seen the ticky tack of football from Pep Guardiola. They've seen prime Barcelona and obviously that's gone away now basically ever since they sold Neymar ever since they got that like what 200 mil for Neymar they've been splashing out the cash here and there they haven't been really sticking to it so I say one of the biggest queries with it is he's gonna go and do that exact thing again he's gonna go out spend a ton of money they're not gonna work out and it's gonna keep on happening and happening and happening as recent years have told us so, really, he's got a lot to learn from all these plays he's obviously got to learn. He can learn the different styles of Barcelona from the likes of Jordi Alba, Lionel Messi, all these older players. To Stegen can kind of teach him the ways of Barcelona. All these older players can just teach him. And he can, I think, honestly, grow into one of the best managers in the world. Definitely. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, the Champions League is, is going to implement a few rules within the next three years, uh, 2024 being one of the main areas. Um, so they're looking to uh, almost transform it uh, into a... Uh, well, first of all, there's going to be bigger teams, so it will be a bigger competition. Uh, going from a uh, 96 games to 180 games in the group stage, which will be a very big uh, ask, as there will be a lot more um, televised areas, and there will be um, possibly another entire group, or maybe uh, more teams even added to each group to make it a five-team uh, group. But we do not know anything for certain yet. Uh, this has been really pushed by Barcelona and uh, Real Madrid. And um, three people familiar with the plans uh, to that none of these plans will be discussed publicly. Uh, but England, Spain, Italy and Germany uh, have the four guaranteed slots. Of course, France has uh, two and some of the smaller leagues have maybe one or the possibility of even the Europa League for the really small ones. Um, uh, but they are calling it the uh, Swiss system as this uh, is being implemented by the um, UEFA who is of course a Swiss Swiss company uh, and they're calling this a Swiss system as this has been done before 
in some of these Swiss Cups, I believe. But um, I think it will be a massive, massive change. Of course, they're going to try and implement another league uh, that if you get top 10, you're automatically going to get a place in the Champions League. Uh, however, this is being done to increase not only advertising, but their money uh, in a very certain way of uh, elite clubs, which are being decided um, uh, to automatically get a place whether they are in top six, top ten or not. Um, but it will be definitely a massive, massive change. And if we do see this, this will be a uh, a, uh, a very unusual sight as we haven't ever had this in it's almost a uh, century long um, uh, time of uh, living. But uh, if they do implement this, this uh, we will see uh, these changes. And um, of course, this may fall through, such as um, the, uh, the other clubs looking to try and implement their own league uh, to try and get more benefits for them instead of, the, instead of UEFA. Um, but it's a bit of a mixed bag of whether we would like to see it or not. Of course, there will be upgrades for the larger clubs, uh, but you'll also give the small clubs a chance, which is uh, really great. Uh, but it will be a bit more uneven, but nothing's uh, been set in stone yet, and we will have to see what happens. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week for our next section on ranking the best to worst Premier League managers, and we'll see you next time. Cheerio!